1: Tuning in, We are joined today by my special guest co-host, Dr. Leslie Phillips, and Dr. Leslie will join us periodically to share her gifts with callers. I have invited her to uh, join the show as co-host uh, because she has such an amazing uh, amount of talent, a high, high level of integrity, and just so much that she offers people, and I want to um, share the space with her. If you are new to the show, Dr. Leslie is trained as a biotech research scientist, but she's also a clairvoyant, spiritual teacher and counselor, meditation teacher and energy healer who empowers others to take charge of their lives by teaching them to develop their intuition, healing and creativity. She's also the author of The Midas Tree, a novel similar to the magical style of Harry Potter that takes you on a spiritual adventure to discover the secret to life. To learn about the products and services she offers while you're listening, you can visit her website at drlesleyphillips.com, and Leslie is spelled L-E-S-L-E-Y, and that is phillips with two L's.com without punctuation. She does a variety of sessions, including past life readings and training and mentoring sessions for all ages, worldwide, via Skype or phone, and her products include her Portico Soul Essence cards and Portico Art cards. You can also call on Dr. Leslie to hold private and corporate meditation workshops. As a matter of fact, in our next segment, when Dr. Leslie comes back to join us, we'll be exploring past lives. To so look for an announcement on your favorite social media sites. On Facebook, uh, you can go to my page at Spiritual Insights Radio. On my WordPress blog, which is spiritualinsightsradio.wordpress.com. Or you can follow me in the normal fashion on Twitter at Char Spicer and LinkedIn at my name on LinkedIn is Charlotte Spicer. Dr. Leslie has a special offer to um tell us about and and she's gonna talk about that for a little bit. Dr. Leslie, it's so wonderful to have you back on the show.
3: Hi, Shaw. It's great to be back i've I've really loved doing your show the previous times that we've done it, and I'm very excited to see who calls in and, and and what comes up in the next hour and a half.
1: Okay. Well, we do have quite a few callers on the line, and if they're new to the show, and even for people who are interested in this but don't know a whole lot about it, in a few minutes I want to talk about energetic healing and how it is that you do what you do, and, and I do many similar things. But first, tell us all about the special offer you have for our loyal sure. listeners.
3: Sure. So um, there's two ways that you can participate. One is if you go to the website that Shah just mentioned, which is drlesleyphillips.com, you will notice on the right hand side that there are some green buttons and one of them says receive your free gifts. So if you click that and you become a subscriber to my website, there are actually, there's a list of about five different free gifts. It includes some meditations. It includes some um, audio chapters from the book I'm writing and the Midas Tree. But also, every month, there is a different one of my services that goes out to my subscribers at a special price. And so, right now you can benefit from my psychic ability blueprint which i believe we talked about last time i was on the show so if you didn't if you didn't listen to that you can go back in the archives and and listen about it but at the moment that's on almost at half price my most popular reading because it it really helps orient people to their life purpose, and it really helps them understand what their own intuitive gifts are. So that's one thing to do, but the other thing you can also do, and this is easy to remember if you're driving or you don't have a pen, if you remember a free com, and everybody knows how to spell that, a free com, if you go there, you can ask me a question. And I will um, pull one of my portico cards and give you an answer via email. And that's a complete free service that I offer to people. So um, you're welcome to do that as well.
1: That sounds great. And so we just need to become (laughs) a subscriber on your website and we get all those great benefits. Terrific. Well, in in terms of energetic healing, um, explain to everybody... um, you had uh, described your uh, sessions. You do a an, an energy check, which is a psychic scan of the subtle energy system. And then there is a system scan, which is about looking at the energy template for the physical body. Can you tell us a little bit about those uh, scans that you do?
3: Yeah, absolutely I can. And, of course, you know, I mean... How to explain this i 'm operating as spirit when I do this, so i 'm not so and that means that you don't have to physically be present in the same room as me. All of this energy work can be done long distance, and I suppose a way of helping people to understand how is that possible, is to explain that, well, number one, you are not your physical body, you are a spiritual being. And one of the differences between operating in a, in a physical way in the physical world versus operating as spirit is that in the physical world, we are limited by time and space, Right. So Uh if I didn't have a telephone, I couldn't presumably couldn't communicate with you unless you were in the same room as me. But if you're operating as spirit, as spirit in spiritual reality, there is no time and there is no space. And so it really is um whether someone is in the same room or whether they, they are the other side of the world. So I have clients in Australia, in Switzerland, you know, in the UK, in the United, all over the world, and all of this is done long distance. Now, mm-hmm. ev- everything is energy. So you are energy, your body is energy. And so to somebody who is an intuitive They are able to tune into those energetic frequencies using whatever is are their intuitive gifts. So for example, for me, I use many of them, but one of my strongest ones is my clairvoyance. And so another word you might choose for this is to call it remote viewing. So I'm able to look at your energy using remote viewing, using my clairvoyance. And when I do um, what we're calling an energy check, what I'm actually focusing on is um, I'm focusing on the subtle energies flowing through your system. And, you know, some of you may be familiar with some of these words that I'm about to use and some of you may not be. But you have flowing through your body energy channels Uh, in in some of the eastern systems of healing they call them meridians and you also Uh have energy disease called chakras and this is an interconnected connected um, system that is helping you to flow subtle energies from the earth and the cosmos through through your body and helping you to connect with higher levels of you of who you are so the chakras are actually conduits for um for for your spiritual information and they're kind of connecting um you in your body with you the spiritual entity so when i do an energy check i'm basically scanning that subtle system of channels and energy vortices and i am clairvoyantly or by the use of remote viewing looking at whether the energy is flowing as it should or whether there are any blockages how the chakras are spinning Um, you know are they too open are they too closed are they blocked what's going on with all of that and whereas if I'm doing a system scan then what I'm actually doing is I'm looking at um, uh, the energetic frequencies of your your physical body systems, right? So,
0: mm-hmm.
3: so, so I might be looking at your heart or your liver or your circulatory system. I'm looking at at what's going on with that, and then I'm also working at the level of all of those physical systems has an energetic let's call it an energetic blueprint that underlies them that they're formed around right. and so um you know i'm i'm working at that level as well right. and so if there are any if i see any problems then i might be doing repair work at the level of that template for example and that Mm -hmm. actually brings to uh, another thing that i wanted to mention Mm -hmm. and so so here um let's call this sort of like a direct way of working because i am directly looking at these systems and through the power of intention because energy follows thought and so i'm working by desiring to catalyze a change in your system, and because energy follows thought, then it's happening. I'm also working with healing guides and communicating with healing guides. That's another thing that I do. And so oftentimes, um, with my healing guides, we'll be working on multiple levels and multiple things at the same time. Now, the other thing that I wanted to, to mention is that there's kind of another way of doing it that I also use sometimes and maybe a name we could call it would be holographic healing and that is where instead of viewing your energy directly I create a symbol that represents your energy and then I do the healing work on that symbol and then it's transferred across to you through sort of, you know, and we were saying, you know, everything and everyone is connected. And Mm -hmm. so if you accept sort of a holographic universe, if I'm working on something that is a representation of you, then that healing is able to be transferred to you.
1: And it's it's not difficult to do. We are connected and energy travels um, instantaneously and also comes back to you. So as we teach, as we heal, We also teach and heal ourselves. Well, there are so many benefits to clairvoyant energy healing. And just to name a few, those would be increase your level of energy, cleanse your energy channels, the meridians uh, and nadis that uh, Dr. Leslie was mentioning. This is how energy travels through the body, coming into the chakras and traveling to our organs through the endocrine system and all that good stuff. Uh, You can unblock your chakras, repair your aura, relieve physical pain, which is huge. Let go of emotional anguish, clear the mind of worries, release self-limiting concepts, very important. Heal your body and develop a spiritual understanding of your condition. Because there's a reason you're experiencing what you are. And sometimes we have to get to the, at the causal level, why this is, what this is trying to teach you, this physical issue or this anguish that is in your emotional body the worries that are in your mental body. So there's so much to gain from all of this. We could probably um, talk about this for another two hours, but um, let's go to the phones. We're going to try to get to as many callers as possible. And each uh, session, we'll try to keep it to 10 minutes or under. The way it works is please uh, call in with one specific question. Uh, General is not preferred uh, because we want to get onto the issue, get the information that you need to hear, and move on to the next caller, so please um, ask a specific question. And the lineup so far is area code 818, then area code 847, then area code 337, and then 719. And Kathy, here after that, hello, Kathy. I have a, a a great friend who tunes in all the time. So that is the lineup for now, and when there is an appropriate pause, I will announce the next area codes that we'll be going to, Okay. All right, so going to area code 818, sorry, bringing you live on the air. Hello, Hi. what is your name? Hi. Lorena. Hi, Lorena. Hi. What's your question for Dr. Leslie?
2: Um, I was hoping to see if it would be possible to receive a message from my husband who passed away.
1: Well, it's kind well, of off-topic. Are you open to that, Dr. Leslie, or would you like to stick to the topic?
2: Well, I'm
3: I'm open to that, yeah. I mean, that's okay. fine. It's funny. I've been getting a lot of that this week. I guess that's up at the moment. Too. So uh, um So what's the, what's the first name of your husband, Lorena? John. And how long did he pass away?
2: Two years. Pardon? It's been two years.
3: Two years. Okay. And is there a specific um, thing that you're wanting to talk to him about and get clarity about, or you're just wanting to generally connect?
2: I would like to just generally connect. I mean, I guess if he's got a message for me, it's going to be what he wants to tell me more than what I want to know. Okay, so let's
3: let's take a look and see if we can... um, See if he's available. John. Yeah, see if he's available exactly.
1: They're busy over there, believe it or not. Well.
3: So, I'm 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 tuning in to John, and you know, I want to explain something here that, you know, depending on the individual and their focus, you know, they may um they may uh continue to have a strong interest in what's going on around, you know, the people that they were involved in, with in their lifetime, you know, or there may be an aspect of them that does. Um you know, and other times there's a focus in moving on. And where I'm seeing where I'm tuning in into John, and of course, this is very difficult because, like I said to you, in, in spirit there is no time and there is no space. But to make it make sense, I have to talk to us, I have to kind of talk in those terms. And what, what the impression I'm getting is that he is um, moving on, moving forward, progressing forward, that um, there are some almost let's call it some new aspects that he is very interested in learning about in terms of his soul expansion. And so I feel as though um, the ending of this lifetime for him was was almost the culmination of a particular cycle of growth. And as on a soul level, we will often spend many lifetimes learning a particular about a particular area because we want to see it from a variety of different perspectives. And I get the feeling that his consciousness is moving on to something a bit different and something a bit a bit new. I get the feeling that. Um, he's orienting himself away from um, the life that has passed and into some other things that are interesting him. And 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 also, I feel like I need to explain. You know, your husband John was um, a personality that is project. We all of this projected into physical reality from a much, um, what should we say, um, a larger soul, a soul that is multidimensional, a soul that is eternal, a soul that creates in many levels of of, of reality. And so uh, this is the information that I'm getting because the, the vision that I'm getting is it's almost like I'm seeing him climbing up a ladder. And in order to talk to him, I'm having to get him to Turn around and look back down at what he um is is climbing away from it's like he is climbing towards something else, and so you know does he have any um any messages for you um, I guess the message would be that. I feel that the message would be this, you know, we are spirit. We are not our physical bodies. We are not these individual lifetimes that we live. We, we are, we are more than that. And so, I mean, he is, he has a very different perspective now than he did when he was alive. And um I would say to you that one of the things that is important for you to do is to really get yourself in present time with your life as it is today because what I'm seeing when I look at your energy field is that you are you are you are holding on to a lot from the past and you're also holding on to some grief and some pain still about him passing, and so it's 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 like he is he is moving on because he isn't in a body that he's that 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 he is is um weighing him down. Unfortunately, you are. Still or or fortunately you are still in your body, but you have stored in your body some things that are preventing you from moving forward in your life. And those things are holding your energy in a pattern that is in sync with the past and not with the present circumstances and holding in the pain and grief around his loss And so I feel that what he would want you to be doing is healing yourself and moving forward in your life. So it may not be the specific type of communication that you were hoping for, but um, I think what... I guess what we're saying is... um, You don't. You need to take care of yourself. You don't need to. Be you're holding on so much.
1: Doctor Leslie, do you mind if I add to that? How do you feel, Lorena? Are you okay?
2: I'm
1: okay. Okay, I have a little something to add, if that's all right. Okay. I know this is difficult, and I'm very sorry for your loss. Um. Having been there, um, I did. I got an image of him, and he was bending down. I can't tell you how tall he is because he was kind of kneeling. But he was in front of this large, really big machinery. So there was some kind of focus on machinery, and I felt an interest in mechanical engineering. So I don't know what he did in this lifetime, but I, it feels that that's something he wants to explore in his new dimension. Um I also got that he's very worried about your emotional state and then i heard the words please try to understand and allow happiness to enter your mind and it feels that he's pulling away from you to help you get used to the absence of his energy because i felt that he knows you feel him and that you're now attaching to not just his physical presence and the absence of that but now when, when they're around us and we can feel their energy, if they go away, it's a noticeable difference, and that's, that's not helping you. So he's doing this slow, I, I, I want to say slow, it's probably more quick than I'm describing, but he's pulling his his energy out of your field so that you can learn to um, kind of stand on your own, and he wants you to move forward and really be happy, and the last thing I got was that he loves you very much. Mm. Is this Thank helpful you? are
2: you? sure. welcome. That makes sense. It does make sense because I feel... I haven't felt his energy lately. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And, I and it hurts.
2: like
1: Yeah. He's doing this for you. I don't want you to feel victimized. I felt that way when it happened to me. And I see the wisdom in it, but you still want to, you know, pound your fist and stomp your feet and say, but I need you, and you said you'd always be there for me. However... I wasn't moving on. And even when I met my life partner, I could still feel my ex's energy, and it wasn't allowing me to get into this beautiful new relationship with both feet. And I really had to work hard to not cry as often as I used to and really try to embrace the present moment, which I think was the hardest for me. I could move into acceptance at various levels. And I went through the grief cycle for 11 years, over and over and over again. But when he left, and I, and, and me, as sensitive as I am, and I know you're not there with me, and without an explanation, like, well, I'm going to go spend time with my sisters, it was very difficult. So I don't – what I'm trying to say is I know how, how difficult it is, and I know it's not easy to do. But if you just breathe every day, just re- breathe in, and breathe in, visualize breathing in, independence and survival. You can do this. It's just hard that, you know, with the passing of time, every day that goes by, it takes you further and further away from him. But yeah. breathe and, that and in. It's,
3: it's, it's, yeah, it's yeah, super it's important, good. of course, to allow allow the grief and the pain to come out and not repress it and store it inside of you. And... You know, I, I think that tip about being in the present moment is really, really great advice because, um, because I mean, I, I haven't suffered the same thing that, both of you have gone through. But I've had traumatic uh, events in, in my life too. And I've really found that that practice of being in the present moment, so that you're just taking every moment one step at a time as it comes to you, really makes things much more manageable. Because when we focus on the past, it's so hard for us because we can't go back into the past and change anything. And when we focus on the future, it's so frightening for us because we're not there yet. And so just that practice of being in the present moment for any traumatic experience that you're going through, it it it, it, it just can be so very, very helpful. I just worry
2: that about- you know, we have three kids, and, and I don't feel, like, I used to feel like he was here, and he was, like, looking over us. Now I, I don't know. I just feel like I'm alone. He's,
1: just, he's not with us anymore. That's hard. That's hard. Um, I, I would all, I tell all my clients, you know, talk to your higher power and ask them to help support you. And... um have your have your children actively participate in sending him messages. Do you like that idea, Doctor Leslie? I I tell everybody write them a note from time to time. Hey, I had a good day. I hope you're well. Because yeah, I I, I know I did it, and a lot of my clients do it. Is we tend to pull at them, and it's like it's like they're up there, and we have them by the ankle, and we can't let go. But we want to do the reverse and encourage them. Get into what you're interested in. Do visit with um ancestors, to, you know, have fun, um, but I, the relationship is still there, it's just changed, and, you know, every now and then, I write a note, hey, and I make it lighthearted, you know, like, hey, guess what, or or so-and-so died, you know, a celebrity, would you try to find him and give him a hug for me, whatever, just to say, you know, hello, and that helps you because if you can do that and feel a lightness in your step as you put the pen down and say, okay, I got to talk to him, maybe... You know, maybe he'll talk to me, and don't forget to ask him. You know, come visit me from time to time in my dreams just to let me know you're okay and check in on me, and they will. Okay. I'm going to do
2: that. Okay. Okay, thank you.
1: You're welcome, Lorena. God bless, and and call if you ever need help, okay?
2: Okay, thank you very much. You're welcome. Take Bye-bye.
1: care. I'm all choked up. Uh, Going to area code 847, bringing you live on the air. Hi, welcome to the show. What's your name? Hi, this is Jill. Hi, Jill. Jill. (laughs) Uh, You you seem to be a first-time caller. I don't recognize your voice. Are you new to the show? I think so. Okay, well, I appreciate you. I call a few
4: shows, but I haven't called yours, I don't think. Oh, well, we're the best,
1: Jill. So you want to take this number down? <laughs> I have it. 347
4: <laughs>
1: Shout it out, Jill. Okay. And what is your question for Dr. Leslie, dear?
4: Okay, I'm in the process of moving. My whole life has been turned up and down, upside down. Just blessing, but I don't know what the future is going to bring. I have no clue.
1: Well, there's an upside to to your life being turned upside down, and when it happened to me, I was um, a little quick to realize that, hey, I have a chance to rebuild my life according to my terms.
4: Exactly.
1: And I'll, and I'll hand that over to Dr. Leslie, but I feel I feel excited for you. Dr. Leslie? Yeah.
3: I'll just we'll repeat the question because in the middle, Jill's voice went a bit, um, I didn't hear everything, but I, I think the gist was that you're moving and you feel like your life has turned upside down and, and you're worried because you don't know what the future holds. Yes. Yeah. All right. Let's take a look at what's going on with you. I think I want to ask you a bit more information so are you what are the circumstances around moving so is it that you' you don't want to move and this has been sort of a situation that's been forced upon you yes. or is it that you okay and are you are you moving to a different state or a different city or just a different house in the same area
4: a different yeah in the same area it's at th- my parents' home, and my sisters. I'm the youngest. They've never been nice to me, and my sister basically set me up to fail. And I made the mistake of trusting her. I shouldn't have. And I made mistakes too because I
3: can't right. talk to them. And are your parents still alive, or you're no. just living in the, you're living in their house after they passed, and then it's a yes. family thing to sort of okay, got you. All right, let's take a look. And I'm going to take a look from the perspective, that Shah was saying, you know, she's excited for you. A change is an opportunity for, for growth in something new. So let's just take a look at, from that perspective. Well, before i let before i do that i want to i'm going to take a look at it from a healing perspective because the, the theme of this show is about healing and so two things here i'm seeing that your body is very afraid yes you, and and actually it goes into what i just said to the last caller that if we spend too much time in the future worrying about the future we will just go into a state of absolute fear because and again i'll go back to something i said even earlier in the show your physical body exists in the here and now it's limited in time and space it can only be in the present moment you the spiritual being you can be anywhere past present future and so One of the things about learning to work in harmony with your body is to be with your body in present time, in the here and now. And so what I said to the last caller, and, 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 and Charlotte said it too, is, you know, if you can just be present one day at a time, one moment at a time, it will help you n- to not to be in so much fear because i'm seeing that's the the main issue is that you are frozen with fear and when we're frozen with fear it just becomes difficult to do anything uh, yeah, i've been becomes... like
4: that
1: for a few years which well, I, we need you to say that again jill you're breaking up
4: I've been like that for a few years, which has caused me to make a lot of mistakes because
1: I... Okay, yeah. she doesn't have a family and has no support. I have I sisters, d- but they they don't care. Oh, I totally get okay. it. I, I'm the bad guy in my family. And I it's, never did anything, you know? Yeah, I never did anything either. Go it's because, it's because you're strong, and, and we we choose our families for a reason, but because you're strong, that you're the one they dump on because they yes. know you can take it. So um I want to hand it back over to Dr. Leslie because this is a okay. spotlight on her. Um but I'll I'll yeah. chime in after she's finished with a, with additional commentary if that's okay. Okay. Yeah.
3: So so like how now now the question is how can we help you? How can we help you move out of this state of fear and into a state of empowerment? And um I'm gonna help you now by doing some healing work on you yes, as i talk to you but i'm also going i always like empowering people and and putting the power back in their hands and so what i'm also going to say to you is if you do go to my website and you do become a subscriber there are a couple of free meditations very short and they're teaching you two very powerful techniques One of them is called grounding. Now, I am doing this, I'm working with your energy right now to assist you to ground. And what grounding is, is like you visualize a flow of energy that goes from near the base of your spine all the way to the center of the earth, it does two things. Number one is it helps connect you with your source. it helps connect you with your light and your power. If you think that you have a you 're a very high frequency you 're you're, and just like an electrical appliance. Um, you need to be grounded to make it safe for that power to come into your body. So it will help you to step forward into your power if you ground. But the other thing it helps you to do is it gives you a conduit for releasing unwanted energy. And so you can learn to be releasing your own fear and your own pain down your own grounding cord. And really that's what I'm doing right now is I'm bringing your energy field into present time or assisting you to start to bring it into present time and then releasing Well you've got some energy from the past of course all around the family issues
0: mm-hmm.
3: yeah. and then there's the emotional um, pain and turmoil that you're feeling as well and of course we've got like a, you know a matter of a few minutes here but what we're doing is we're starting to assist you to have a way of releasing that energetically down the grounding cord and I feel with you and you know, this is the case in all healing work. Really I don't even know if I've ever seen much of an exception to this, but whatever is going on now that bothers us, usually there's a causal or key event that happened long before that. And for most it's in our childhood. Yeah. And I feel with you that there is, from your childhood, some deep loss and pain and grief. And it goes along with what you were talking about, about being the outlier, being the outsider, if you like, the black sheep, the one who is different, the yeah. one who stands apart from the rest.
4: Yeah. Because
3: I'm seeing because i'm seeing and the grief has has to do with feeling like you don't belong but it it's deeper than that I, i'd almost go back to and i think you know anyone listening that you you will have an element of this within you it's like you you come from spirit as a baby and you're full of love, and you're full of light, and you're enthusiastic about your journey into the world and into this lifetime. And you meet everyone with the love that you are in harmony with, and then you don't have love reflected back at you. Yes, you have you have other things reflected back at you. Hmm. Uh-huh. Um. Dis- disapproval, rejection, uh, control stuff. You know, you name it, all that stuff that goes on in family dynamics. And and I'm seeing that you ultimately weigh back. And I'm seeing a lot of it be stored in your diaphragm, actually. And the lungs are often a repository for grief. For you, I'm seeing it in your diaphragm. It's like just needing to um, release all the way back to that time. And it be it be like, if, and it's important to get at the the core picture, the core issue. And if you can address the core issue rather than the things on the tip of the iceberg, then that's when you get a dominant domino effect. And every it's like you heal your whole of your life forward from that point if you can get at that um, original source event. And so I'm seeing, you know, this is the thing that would be of. Key importance for you is um you know reflecting back on when you were a little girl and some of the events that happened to you that made you feel different, rejected, not belonging when people were mean to you or cruel to you, you know when we're little and the adults are cruel to us um it it's uh, there's not much we can do in our little bodies um but it, you know as an adult we can go back and address that and help the body that is still storing the pain from that time to release it and so um you know i i and and you know on the one hand <clears throat> I, I, and I, I think that it's very important to, to, to release emotions, and if that if that does mean crying and sobbing, then it is important to let yourself do that, because then you will move through it, and you won't be storing it. I mean, there are other techniques as well. You can be releasing it down your grounding, but um, yeah, the healing for you is is not allowing yourself to be controlled by those life circumstances those people in your life and and what you know any victim mentality about how they have behaved and what they have done because if you buy into that then you then really um that's what's separating you from your source and your power okay Okay, so 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 go on my website, subscribe, listen to those. Um, they're very short, just three minutes each. There's one on grounding, there's one on centering. They're very empowering. And just the grounding one will give you something that you can use to heal yourself.
1: Okay. Okay, can I jump in? Thank you.
4: That was wonderful. Thank you. Go ahead. Let
1: me let me just give you a couple um couple other things and, and since you're new to the show I want you to know what the show is all about. It's all about cultivating peace in your lives. And if you heard in the introduction, if you want to change your life, you have to change your mind. And an event like this feels it's got the that volcanic effect. Mm-hmm. And there's two sides to this. The emotions brought on the circumstance and the circumstance further brings out the emotions. Yeah. So so what you want to do here, Jill, is you need you want you need a life makeover. You want to get this right, right? No more sense yes. of not belonging, being you're the family punching bag. And yes. it really feels to me like there was this family unit, they were a group of like minds, and for whatever reason, they liked it the way it was and then this baby came along and changed things and they hated you for it. Yes. So that's their problem. Okay, but you came here to learn about this dynamic and overcome it, and that's what I want to help you do. So I want to encourage you to go to Dr. Leslie's website. But I want to I want to put this in your mind because this can have a, a major impact for you. We all choose our families, and I and I feel how bad this was for you, and and I resonate with it because it was like that for me. Everywhere I went, I didn't fit in. Anyway. Yep. So. My my understanding and belief is that when our lives are like that, I burned off four lifetimes of karma before the age of 33, which is extremely difficult. Most lives only have one or two lifetimes of karma. Uh, this is generally an indicator that this is your last go-round on this planet, which I'm thankful for. However, I want to get it right, and in order to do that, I need to forgive. So what you want to do is sit and let it all come up, and you want to forgive, and those steps are you forgive the other person in the scenario, you forgive the situation, and then you forgive yourself for holding any resentment and for your perception of the situation. It's not about right or wrong, you want to clear out this energy so you don't keep recreating it,
4: because yes. what's in you
1: now is going to recreate the past, because that's what's stuck inside you, right? So you want to yes. clean the slate, you want to, you know, hit those release valves, whether you... Meditation, yoga, there's so many things you can do. Gather information. I explore this a lot on the show. I do dream interpretation. Anything I can offer to help somebody find peace because it is possible to find peace. Um, I also wanted to mention there's something about your anxiety. You want to move up, not over. You don't want this to be a downward transition. You want to go upward. But in order to do that, you have to let go of what's holding you down, which is why these people that you're connected through DNA, connected to through DNA, are holding you back? So, picture your sisters and picture they're all holding a limb, right? And their and their hands are like shackles. If you want to dissolve those shackles and fly, you got to forgive those shackles and bless them as your perfect teachers. They 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 could, nobody could have taught you this better. But you've got to forgive them for being the ones that you chose to do this because, in all honesty. Before you were born, you wrote a contract out with these people and they signed up and said, yes, this is very difficult. This is going to be really difficult, but I'll do it to help you. And that's the truth of it. And when you kind of get into that perspective and you can say, okay, it's just a learning situation. And then you can create your life and change whatever you want about it simply by changing your energy because that is what summons the people we need. And creates our circumstances as reflections of what we're holding in. Does that make sense, Joe? Absolutely. Okay. That's what the show is all about. So I hope you continue to listen and definitely do Dr. Leslie's meditations because everything you're describing is a survival issue. It has been the case since you were a child, which is very yes. root chakra. That's first chakra issues. Okay. Yes. So, you know, you might be having dreams, if you remember your dreams, like earthquakes and tornadoes and. Tsunamis for you would fit because of the entire family, Um, but a lot of victimization. You have to change your mindset so that the past doesn't recreate itself by way of your subconscious mind.
3: Yeah, Uh, absolutely true. And just one extra little piece of information just from the perspective of, of, of teaching. I mean, you, from your family's perspective, they're all there. Matching energy, not shining out uniquely, but all agreeing to be at the same vibration. Mm -hmm. And you come along and you don't do that, right? And so you are offering teaching or learning to these people because you are showing them that it doesn't have to be the way that you are doing it you know because they're all suppressing their uniqueness when they match their vibration that way. Yes. Yeah. And so they also chose that situation as a learning opportunity to have you being the way you were in that family unit. Um every I look at you it's um it's reflecting back at them that they are not being their unique selves. Right? And that's painful for anyone who's not being their unique self. Yeah. And their choice is to throw hate at you, which is what they did, or mm. to go, Maybe I'll try that myself. Maybe that will work better.
1: Right? And you know, when yes. you change your vibration, Jill, you change theirs. So if you really want to get them back, be happy.
2: Okay
1: and and, and that's the law of energy. When you change your vibrational frequency they have to respond to that. So if you clear the slate and, and clean up all your energy, right? They can't get to you. They can't get at you. They they'll look at you funny. You'll see the difference. It works. I've been doing this all my life. But um yeah. Well, we want to move on. I just real quick question. You have very strong Scorpio energy. I don't know if it's your rising or your sun or somewhere else in your chart. Are you Scorpio? No, I'm a Sag. Double Sag. You're, just, you're Sag. Okay. Well, I've, I'm feeling. I'm picking up on really strong Eagle energy. And and that tells me Scorpio. But um just I think it's a symbol that's being given to me just to tell you, don't worry, this is going to turn around. I think this conversation is very impactful for you and giving you hope.
4: And yeah. I hope that's the case.
1: And you can you can take it from here, Jill. You have everything inside you to do this. It's gonna be fine. When,
4: you know, yeah. anytime a lot of times when I do shamanism, my power animal is an
1: eagle. Uh, Not
4: always, I- but most of the time.
1: Bring Eagle back in. Get Ted Andrews Animal Speak and put your totems and and fortify your energy. Go ahead, Dr. Wesley.
3: Well, what I was just going to say is in our conversation and the little healing that we did, your energy, I'll just validate that your energy shifted um, from when we opened the call to now. Mm -hmm. And so um, your heart has opened. It's looking so Right, um, your energy field has now got this beautiful blue, blue vibration, vibration of peace, healing, and clarity. And um, and so I just validate that um, because another thing, because the theme of the show is about healing, healing to occur. The person receiving the healing has to be open to it, has to want to receive it, has to desire to change and transform. All a healer is doing is acting catalyst, providing the extra energy boost for you to do that. And so Jill really wants to heal, really wants to change and so she drank it in and in real time has shifted her energy while we've been talking to her mm-hmm. and working with her
1: i can feel it can you feel it joe the difference in yes. your mental state okay yes and i and also what
4: helped also was the support the validation being understood
1: all of it mm-hmm. seeing yeah. me yeah i know that helps it feels good yeah well i i do understand you and we're here to support you if you need us in fact uh, our next segment that we do together will be on past lives. Maybe you could call back into the show, and we'll dig into some past life situations. Maybe we can release some karma for you. Thank you. When is that, Um, uh, It'll be announced. Go to my Facebook page, Spiritual Insights Radio, and I post all future segments there. I just have to create the segment, which will, okay. which will be done in the next day or so.
4: Thank, okay. you. thank, thank you. Thank you so you.
1: much, Joe. You're quite welcome.
4: Thanks, Joe.
3: I'm going to put thank you on hold. Thank you.
1: I'm going to put you on hold so you can continue to listen because we really share a lot of information. And okay. I think that additional caller situations might be helpful to you, okay? Thank you. You're welcome. God bless. All right, moving on to area code 337. Hi. Hi. I, your patience. I know we took a while on the previous call, but you know what? Sometimes That's it's okay. so important that the information yes. needs to get out. What is your name? My name is Candace. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you, too. What is your question for Dr. Leslie, Candace?
2: Okay, I have a question. Um, I recently just started talking to a guy that I really, really like. Um, his name is Mac, and we're we have so much in common. It's amazing. The more we find out about each other, the more we find out we have more in common. And I really, really like him. And um, it's just. Butterflies all in my stomach so I think about them But anyway <laughs> I want to know um, Because they're both very spiritual The first guy that I actually met That actually was Spiritual Conscious like myself And I would like to know What do you pick up on him Or how he feels about me And where do you see this relationship going
1: all right, I have to, I have to okay. point something out for you, sweetheart. Um, the show has a theme, and it's about medical intuition and and healing. Is there anything wrong in your relationship with him that would need some healing or uh, something to well, say with the topic?
2: Yes. Um, well, because of I've been – I'm divorced. Okay. So I'm just going to open it up there. I had a traumatic experience myself, um, mm-hmm. and – I want to get to a point that I'm all the way. My heart is all the way open, and I I can receive it the way that I feel that I am. But okay. I want to receive it more, so there will be no mentality of
1: possession
2: or. Okay.
1: A... Perfect. Very well expressed, and and that's perfect, and that's so in line with what we're doing, Doctor Leslie. You can take it from there. Sure. We need to heal her heart.
3: All right. Okay, I'm gonna. I'm just gonna tune in to you, uh, Candice, and I'll, I'll look at their dynamic of the relationship and what the spiritual agreement is. And because it may be, it's a, it may be very well be a healing contract, and he may very well, you know, be around to help you with this. So let's just take a look. So, um, so I just very much validate that you are in a growth cycle right now that has to do with expanding your expanding your heart, let's put it that way, and what I mean by that is expanding um I'm trying to find the words to say this well so. What we're looking at is working on developing your self-affinity, increasing your self-love and foundation, so that you do not need to look outside of yourself Uh for love. Uh The ultimate is we are love. Love is not something that is outside of us. It is within each and every one of us. And the key to creating a loving and happy and supportive relationship with another human being starts with creating a happy, loving, and supportive relationship within you. Because the law of attraction states that... um, Whatever vibrational you are emitting is what the universe will reflect back at you. So if you are emitting love, then what will be received into your life is more love. If you are not, then you'll get whatever it is that you're putting out. And so I'm seeing that this relationship is an opportunity to help you strengthen that connection with that inner core of love, which is who you really are. And I see you when I look at you energetically, it's almost like you're pivoting between the two things. One is receiving, you know, love from source and loving myself, and the other is receiving love from an external person. And and when, when I look at this guy's energy... Um, He actually, to me, looks this way. He looks like a fairly independent person. So I'm not seeing that he's a particularly codependent person. I'm seeing him be independent. I'm seeing him be the kind of guy that does his own thing and doesn't get into these... um, uh, entanglements with other people that where, where where you get dependent for one another get responsible for one another so you know i, I there may very well be potential for relationship with this man but ultimately you having a happy relationship with with a romantic relationship depends on you and i'm actually seeing he's setting a vibration that is about um it looks like he validates himself and so you're it's like you're being kind of faced with your the things within yourself that you want to change you're being reflected from him at least some aspects of him about how to do it differently as well and so yes. it's like you- If you were operating from your old patterns and you attempted to be in relationship with this guy, it wouldn't work because those old patterns would feel icky, (laughs) right? Yeah. So it's about transforming and changing yourself um, in a way that there's a, a, a vibrational match and the vibrational match is about I love myself I validate myself. I am responsible for myself. I walk my path and um, I enjoy, um, you know, walking side by side with another human being. And it is not the old pattern, which is, I need you to feel whole. I need your approval. I need your love in order to be loved, right? So you're making an intent. Shift, yeah. and and the the power lies within you here, and 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 it's the choice to step into to um into your own power and and your own love or not. I feel that you you this is what you are choosing. You're in the process of choosing it. It is you are transforming. As we speak, and actually, you called in because you just wanted to hear this reflected back at you. Because I think you already know it.
2: Yeah, yeah, and that's mm-hmm. the thing. It's like, <laughs> yes, yeah, that's that's cool. because I said I don't not want to repeat any patterns that I've made in the past. I don't want to feel codependent. I don't want to feel that possessiveness. And it's it's selfish. I don't want that selfish love. I don't want that. I don't want that selfishness love because it's oh. not fair to him nor myself. And I want to get to that point that I don't even want to. I just I want to feel that freedom that I can laugh, be myself, my authentication self, and don't have to feel that I have to be a certain way or this and that and, and he sees that. I, I love the fact that mm-hmm. he sees that. And and I never have to label anything because we're just enjoying each other. And I love that. And and it feels good for a change that that everything is honest and it's open. And you're and ready for that change. Yeah. Yes.
1: Yeah. I yeah. got into his I like I like Matt a lot, Candice, and I got into his head a little bit. Um, and I really think that um, without being dependent on him, he can support you because uh-huh. there's a lot to learn from him. And I uh-huh. think if you if you approach it and, and bring up a subject without excess emotion, that he can uh-huh. come out with this. It, it's like lyrical the way he explains his his emotional makeup. Um, and I I just like him a lot for you. And, but I have to caution you that if you want this to grow, you have to let that marriage go. I know it's post divorce and i and I also feel that it was a marriage that shouldn't have taken place in the first place, and you know yes. that and you, and I tell everybody I will say this to on blue, all paths lead to forgiveness yes. forgive forgive the marriage, forgive him. Uh, for teaching you this valuable lesson, and then forgive yourself. Uh-huh. Don't beat yourself up. Congratulate yourself uh-huh. on on uh-huh. getting out intact with with a heart that wants to give more. But yeah. let go of that so that you can reduce any fear that might repel Matt. I'm I'm rooting yeah. for Matt here. <laughs> you know. Yes. I yeah.
2: am And just always <laughs> be honest
1: with him. Yeah. He, he appreciates the honesty. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 Well, I appreciate you calling, Candace.
2: Thank you so much.
1: Thank You're you. welcome. God bless. Yeah. God bless. Okay, moving on to area code 719. i going to try to get a few more calls in. We only have half an hour left. Hi, what's your name?
5: Juliet.
1: Hi, Juliet. Uh, welcome to the show. Hi. Are you a first-time listener?
5: Thank you. I am.
1: Wonderful. And what can Dr. Leslie help you with today?
5: Well, I've I've had sadness in my past. And I I think, you know, well, I know I'm, oh, you know, like, almost, like, completely over it, if not over it,
0: mm-hmm. I'm ready
5: to move on, you know, and to find happiness in my life because that's what I want right now. But I just, I, and I was, like, on a roll, and I was, like, really happy and, like, you know, like, feelings like, oh, yeah, something about to happen, like, you know, good. And then, like, I just got... Like like a cloud came over my head again, and I just want to see like if there's you know some sort of um you know block there okay. so that I need
3: to get what over. Ju- Juliet, what what is the sadness that that you refer to? What what happened? Do you mind sharing with us what what happened to you that? Uh, Cool.
1: Um, Did someone die? Did a relationship no, end?
5: Yeah, yeah. Someone died.
1: Any any other details you can give us so we can tap in for you?
5: Um, well, he he commit. It was my husband, and he committed suicide.
1: Got you. Now and I got you. Mm-hmm. That's very difficult. Okay.
3: Okay. And and sounds like you've got some children there, Juliet. How many children do you have
5: um from him i ha I have two,
3: and I was um
5: pregnant with our our second child when he passed away so and but they're like, <clears throat> they're gonna be four and five now but they were they were like one was an infant still, and the other one was barely like conceived mhm.
3: What is your husband's first name? Chris. All right. Let's take a look.
2: Well...
3: What I want to say, Juliet, is, um, and and it's the the first hits I got when you even first spoke when you were talking about the cloud coming over your head. Um, Uh, I don't feel that you're dealing with all your own energy here. And I'm mm going to actually start giving you a healing, start releasing this cloud that you're talking about. Sometimes I need to do this to just get you know, start giving a healing and then I'll get more information. Um okay. and I'm starting with you as opposed to, you know, looking at him. But um there's definitely um so tell me tell me about the rest of your family. So for example your parents. Are there people in your life who are feeling sorry for you? Um
5: probably just my kids cuz they see you know while well, they see when i'm sad and they've you know gone through it with me and i have two older children too that okay aren't from him,
3: so. well, how old are how the older old children you? and what what's their names um the older
5: one he, he's 14 his name is Monsie. and Sorry, I, can't I
3: have hear
5: another That's um he's 14 and his name is Monsie.
3: Because mm. uh, what I very much feel is that you're not just dealing with your own energy, and mm-hmm. I'll talk about a few different principles here. And one is responsibility and non-responsibility, and the other is the difference between sympathy and empathy, uh-huh. and 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 so. Here's the thing. And this is a teaching listener. If a friend of yours goes through a traumatic event like Juliet has gone through where she's lost her husband in a terrible way, how do you best support this person? Now, a lot of us will go into sympathy. And actually going into sympathy is the worst thing that you can do. And let me explain the difference between sympathy and empathy. If you, let me see if I can draw a picture of, if somebody is in, if you're in sympathy with somebody, what you do is you basically climb into their problem with them and wallow in it with them. It's like if somebody was had fallen down a hole, if you were in sympathy with them, you'd get down in the hole and both sit there, <laughs> miserable together. Mm-hmm. Uh, whereas if you empathize with somebody, then you're compassionate, you understand what they're going through, and you support them in ways that assist them in processing the event and... Um, and, and coming out the other side. So I feel that there are people in your life Juliet, that are in sympathy with you, that are for you, and their energy in your space. And sympathy feels horrible to the person receiving you because it's like saying, Oh, you poor victim. It's labeling you. As a victim when they're in sympathy with you, it's not very empowering feel empowering, so that's the first thing. The other thing I wanted to talk about was responsibility and non responsibility, and so it's kind of like a divine truth that a human being is responsible for their own lives. your ex husband he was responsible for his own life, yeah, you're responsible mm-hmm. for yours and 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 so the other thing is, it's like when we take responsibility for another person, it's the same thing that I just said. It's like saying, "Oh, you poor victim, you are powerless." And you can't yeah. look after you. So I'm responsibility coming up for you in more than one way, um, in many ways. And let's we need to pick it apart a little bit. So, of course, here you are, you are left alone to look after your children. So you're Mm -hmm. sharing, and and there's one exception, actually, I should say, is in bringing up children, because there's an age that children are not capable of looking after themselves, and therefore we, the adults, during that time period, are responsible to some extent in helping them Mm -hmm. to survive. Uh, So I'm seeing that the passing of your husband on one level threw you into a stability thing because you were sharing it with him, and then you're no longer sharing it. Now you're responsible hey, on your. Own.
1: I need you to say that again, Dr. Leslie. Your voice cut out. The phone, your phone's giving you some trouble.
3: Oh, sorry. So I, I, I'm talking about how Juliet. So, um, Hello. Can yeah. you hear me? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Mhm.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: All right. So what I'm doing is I'm just I'm just looking at some different things and one of the things is about um one of the ways in which your Chris's passing affected you was on the level of responsibility because now you are super responsible. Yeah. You're super responsible for the kids and and for the kids happiness and so and I'm seeing that one of the things that that does is um, energetically it creates a vulnerability again to external energy coming in because it's like while you're taking responsibility for another person Mm -hmm. It can lead it, it, well, and, and I'm going to say this in a way that is not quite the right way. But for, so forgive me because it, sometimes it's hard to find the right words. So the mm-hmm. words that I'll choose are, are not exactly right. But it's like they can take advantage of you because yeah. you're you're taking so much responsibility, and it also mm-hmm. lead leaves you open to being manipulated. Um, and and again so so one of the main things that you're dealing with in the mm-hmm. feeling that you're having of feeling in a cloud and feeling mm-hmm. unclear and you thought you were moving towards happiness and now you're not is that you're yeah. dealing with lots of foreign energy. Some of it's from your kids. Some of it's mm-hmm. from, you know, people who are feeling sorry for you in some way um, mm-hmm. and so on. And so... Uh, I, like one of the main things for you is to get clear is to and again I'll just um, the the, la- the last lady when I told her to go and listen to that grounding meditation. Yeah. Um I'll I'll the same to you because if you the grounding helps you let go of the foreign energy. So if someone else is putting their sympathy all over you or if someone uh-huh. is trying to manipulate you because you're feeling responsible in some way, it will help yeah. you relate energy because their energy is not meant to be in your space only your energy is meant to be in your space so so and you'll know when you've released it because you'll start to feel clearer and you'll start to be feeling more yourself um so and do you want me to take a look at chris at all as well or are you happy with what what we've said so far I mean, I'm,
5: uh, I'm happy. I know he, you know, it's his, it was his choice. It was, uh, I'm trying, I don't really like to talk about it. Like, you know, if I don't have to, I'm trying to move on with my life and be happy again and leave it at what it is and, I forgive him and he, you know, made his choice and
6: yeah.
5: and it's okay because I'm taking care of my kids and they're happy, I'm happy, you know, they yeah. still have, you know, some sad moments but yeah. it's getting better
3: and I pray to God and tell him, don't give me other people's energy, I don't want it. But- <laughs> yeah, well, it's, so it's right, the main thing that you're dealing with is an energy management thing, how to manage your energy so you're not being overwhelmed with other people's energy really. That's yeah. the main thing I was seeing.
5: Okay. So just shake it off, shake their energy off me, energy that don't belong to me. Yeah. Doesn't need to come in my other people's energy stuff. Yeah. yeah.
1: Well, there's a number of techniques you can do, and, and if you make this a, a consistent practice, you'll be a lot more successful in clearing okay. that out. And you can and uh, Dr. Leslie's website is Dr. Leslie Phillips with two L's. com. And uh-huh. look at what she has to offer. This can really help you, but you have to be consistent.
5: With the grounding, that grounding. Absolutely. Yeah. Especially
1: yeah. especially with four kids
5: <coughs> pulling at yeah. you, you know? <laughs> I know, and they're all different.
1: Very it's, important, yes. Yeah. And, yeah, and they mm. all have different needs emotionally. Yeah. Okay, I hope this is yeah. helpful, Julia. Thank you so much for tuning in and calling in. Thank you. You're welcome. Take care. Mm, thanks. Bye-bye. Okay, bye-bye. Bye. Wow, we have about 15 minutes. we am going to try to get one more call in, going to area code 707. Hi there. Welcome to the show. What's your name? Kathleen. Hi, Kathleen. Hi. Are you a first-time listener? I
6: am. I am. How, do,
1: how are you liking the show, Kathleen?
6: So far, I really do like it. It's cool. So, you guys are helping a lot of people.
1: Yeah.
2: And how can um, we help you?
6: I I would like to look and see if my thyroid is out of balance.
3: Oh, okay. Cool. Sure. And do you want to give us a bit of information on um, how, why you're asking?
6: Okay, sure. Um, the reason I'm asking is uh, I was on thyroid medication. Uh, about 10 years ago, and then I got off of it, but now I feel like, you know, I, I don't have a lot of energy, my hair is falling out, I get tired really easy, and um, feeling kind of withdrawn, so uh, I had a test, and nothing showed, but I had that experience before when they were trying to find it. So I was really curious what you would pick up on that. Hm. Huh.
1: Just looking at the energies? Hello? I am, uh, Leslie, can you hear us? I'm wondering if her phone is giving her trouble. she should probably get back on. Let's give her just a minute. What area do you live in? I
6: live in Northern California.
1: Northern California, okay. Um, they didn't find a cyst of any kind wrapped around your thyroid gland or anything like that? No. Okay, good. Well, on the spiritual end, I'm, I'm feeling a lot of trapped emotion. Like, you know, whether it's through, all the way through childhood into adulthood, when we can't express ourselves, we generally, you know, that chakra is going to be affected. And then the gland associated with that chakra, which is the throat chakra, is the um, thyroid gland. But I'm concerned about the, the lack of energy, um it feels to me, it's more the blood, I think. There's something with the blood that they need to look at, and there's, I'm, I'm hearing get a workup. Um, so I'm, I'm sure they're doing uh, what they can, but uh, there's some kind of focus on the blood and in tandem with the um, thyroid gland that is making your energy drop. Um, and as far as the hair falling out, this your body's under a lot of stress from this. Um, okay. You know what I mean. Well, I have... Yeah. Let me try to give Dr. Leslie a call. It looks like her call was dropped. I'm going to try to get her back on. Okay. Thank
3: you. Hello.
1: Hi. It seems you were dropped from the show. Um,
3: I was. Yes.
1: I, I, we thought you were just uh, thinking and clearing out the energy, but I, I, <laughs> I just I said, well, she'll come back on. Um. Anyway, I'm, I'm asking Kathleen about her energy level. I feel like there's something connected. Um. Her energy's dropped. Her hair is falling out. She's concerned about her thyroid, and her energy level is concerning to me. And I and I do have some familiarity with thyroid problems, but I feel that there's something with the blood and the thyroid gland working together that is doing this. And I had just said that her um, body's under extreme stress with this condition. Um, do you want to tap in and see what you can get? Her throat is—it feels locked up to me.
3: Yes, it, yeah, it does to me as well. I mean there's that no whole pressure. area
1: they didn't where find the thyroid. I, I expected a cyst wrapped around her thyroid gland. Um, do you, are you losing your voice at all, Kathleen? No, no, okay. my voice. Is okay, so there's good. no pressure on your vocal cords, which is a, a, a big indicator. So there's nothing growing in your throat. What do you What do you think is the culprit here, Dr. Leslie?
3: Um, Well, I'm not down to the culprit, but I'll validate what you what you said that there's more going on than just the thyroid, and mm-hmm. of course, um, and and so, and so, I'm just going to do a little bit of healing work, and, and because it does, it looks very stuck and very Great. cloudy.
0: The yeah. problem
3: does seem to go. Hey, um, do you get? Um I'm I'm getting sort of the peripheries as well, like the fingers and 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 do you get cold fingers? Do you get cold? Um,
6: I do get cold, but not unusually cold I don't think. Yeah.
3: It might just I wake be up the hot same in the night. Uh, it might just be the same thing that Charles tuning into with the um circulatory system. So I'm I'm giving that I'm doing some healing around the thyroid and then um because it definitely does not look like it is functioning as it should. And um, it's almost, if if I tune into the thyroid gland and I look at, um, you know, earlier we were talking about sort of like this etheric template level, um, I think only about less than a quarter of it seems to be in place. So I feel like, You might almost translate that to say that the thyroid is working to its full capacity. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to work with my healing guide to do some repair work on the thyroid, um, but Charlotte is correct in that it's not, um, you know, a doctor's, so it was a car, you know, and separate the parts out, <laughs> you yeah. know, and and just focus on one individual part, you know, and all this bit, this bit needs replacing or taking out. But the body is a, it's, it's holistic. It's, you know, it's interconnected. And so, like, I, I feel like if we had long, if we had more time, then we'd be working on um, the master gland um, in the brain okay and which connects with all the other um you know systems and you know we'd be taking a deeper look into the, the 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 circulation and the blood and um the lymphatic system and all the different um types of immune cells in the blood and a whole bunch of stuff so but I'm I'm going to start with what you asked about, and I'm just doing some healing work on the thyroid. And um. I and and Char, you know, if you want, I I might go a bit quiet while I'm doing this. So mm-hmm. if you want to fill in the gap and 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 speak a little bit, please do. Yes, I'm just energy.
1: Yeah, it's it's interesting. You know, when when you talk, I get a chance to tap in, and when I'm talking. It's you know it's a little slower, but I'm really concerned about your heart, Kathleen. My heart, um, yeah. And it feels like here's what I'm here's what I'm looking at and feeling. It feels like your your blood pressure is at one level, and then when you're lying down, it's like a like a spike in your heartbeat, and and then your blood blood pressure goes up. I don't know to dangerous levels, but that's what's causing the heat, like like the hot flash um uh-huh. are you are you in menopause at the moment? No, I should be out of it. okay, just to rule that out, but it feels like blood pressure is is heating up your body because of these spikes in energy. That's what it feels like to me. I know that probably sounds very weird, but it's just i I keep seeing your heart and the blood pressure needing to be um checked out and monitored and and get I think it's a thing where it's gonna be. Unfortunately, a medical merry-go-round where it's one test and then another test and then another scan, yeah. and you know, and the thyroid's a pain in the ass. I had thyroid... It I had is. Surgery. It's a peek a gland. Yeah, I had, I had um, <clears throat> surgery in my throat. It was my thyroid gland, and, and it was very difficult. Uh, but I think with you, surgery can be avoided, and there's always a spiritual cause for every malady, so we're going to try to see if we can't get you to learn where it began so that you can let that go and change this and heal your body
3: yeah because it's right i mean right now there's a whole bunch of stuff like i was even tuning into the thymus gland as well and so um exactly let's see if we can just get down to one core concept i want to ask you do you have any issues at all with um Arthritis or anything like that?
6: No, um, no, I don't. If I drink chlorophyll in my water, you know, any stiffness that I have just automatically goes away.
3: Say that again. I didn't hear you.
6: When you if drink I, chlorophyll,
1: what are you drinking, wheatgrass juice?
6: Um, no, you know, just the regular chlorophyll that you buy at the health food store. and all oh. You know, it makes green water. Yeah, And if I'm coming down with something or I'm not, you know, doing well, the chlorophyll just seems to, like, wash the system like a shower inside. Good stuff. Which I haven't been doing.
1: How about apple cider vinegar? Do you do that?
6: You know, I that's funny because I was just looking that up. I saw it on uh, the Internet today
1: and I was looking at that do it. It cleans the blood. It cleanses the organs. I'm sensitive, so I can feel it coursing through my veins. I do shots of it in the morning with a glass of very, very cold water. Some people like to mix sugar or honey in with it. I don't need that anymore. I can just down it, and it flushes out the toxins in your system, fat, free radicals, and wrinkles disappear. Your skin gets a healthy glow, but most importantly, it cleans the blood. So maybe oh, okay. maybe, well, maybe that's, do. yeah. But get this brand. It's called Bragg, B-R-A-G-G. It's got a predominantly yellow label with a lady with a funny hat on it.
6: Oh, my gosh, that was the one I was looking at. Somebody that's put the it on Facebook. Want.
1: That's the one you want because it's got the sediment at the bottom called the mother, and she's actually quite a nice woman. Uh, I know Aww. somebody who knows her. I've never met her, but but she started this company on her own many years ago. That stuff is the bomb. You will feel the difference. It will increase your energy. Um, It feels toxic to me. Um, Dr. Leslie, chime in if you want, but it feels like you have a lot of toxins floating around. And the chlorophyll may have been good, but maybe went on too long. I don't know. But try switching to the um, apple cider vinegar. I just do, like, pour two tablespoons into eight-ounce glass of water, very, very cold water, so you can tolerate it. Drink it and then rinse your mouth out because you don't want the acid sitting on your teeth. And start and see how you start to feel because my mother used to do this and she, her skin was like peaches and cream and her wrinkles disappeared. Wow, it's really great stuff. hmm yeah. Okay. Anything uh, you want to add? So, was...
3: Well, um, like I said, it, it just to me, there's a lot going on here, and so it's difficult in the time that we have to really get to the bottom of it because you know the thyroid feeds into so many other areas of uh, of the physiology you know yeah. and and so it just looks like i mean we're touching on a whole bunch of stuff to do with the metabolism right
2: okay. and
3: um and, and 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 so um you know and 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 so you know i what i'm wanting to do is try and find one key thing that we can say to you that 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 gets to the core of it and the, really, one thing that came up, and I want to ask you, is like, what was your relationship with your father like when you were growing up?
6: Um, it was it was a little distant. I I've been missing him a lot right now. Um, mm. But as I got older, it it came full circle. He was always there
1: for me. Hmm. You and know, you're missing him because t- he passed away.
6: Um yeah, I'm missing him because he passed away. I'm taking care of my mom. I lost my son. So, you oh. know, all those are contributing factors too.
1: There's the grief. You know, in yeah. This world. Okay. Yeah. There's the inner crying that is stuck. Yeah. I I feel your pain. Yeah. Well, you know what? I don't know if you've been listening the entire show, but Dr. Leslie has a special she's offering to listeners. Uh, If you go to her website, drlesliephillips.com, if you become a subscriber, there's a whole bunch of free stuff you can get. And you can also get a discounted session with her, and she can do a proper session. And I know this is kind of public and everybody's listening, but she can really help you um, to a deeper level if you you wanted to book a session with her, and it, it would be discounted as a listener of the show.
3: Yeah. I what I'll really say to it's... Kathleen because the the discount is for Blueprint, but I, but for Kathleen, I would offer you that discount for a healing session instead. I'm
1: sorry. Because
3: um, yeah, because I, I it, it's I feel like we could spend even more than an hour on picking apart the layers of what's going on with you here. Um, and so all I've been doing is just giving you a little healing while we've been talking and moving off some on an energetic level. Um, but I don't feel that we've got to the core of what's caused it. And,
1: it's, and it's great to do that, but I think it's important that she understands what's being healed and why so that she doesn't recreate yes. it, you know? Exactly, right. exactly. Right. You can, You can bring that right back in, so...
6: I will. I will go to the website. I kept trying to go to the website by pushing it, but it didn't go. So I've been on the show the whole time. So I'll just type it in and see what okay. happens. All right. Yeah. Okay. Well, thank, thank you, you so ladies. much
1: for tuning in and, and for calling in with your unique question. I appreciate it.
6: I thank you. Take You're care. You're welcome. Bye-bye. All
1: right. Bye-bye. Okay, that's all the time we have for today. Mm-hmm. Wow. Interesting... A variety, I thought, in topics. Well,
2: there
3: was, but you know, the common theme was grief and people passing away.
2: Uh Mm Uh-huh.
3: Even though the people came with various different things, there was a little bit of a theme going on to do with that, wasn't there? With
1: with that loss, yes. And um, especially um, Lorena, the first caller, uh, I got yeah. so choked, oh my God, and I rarely get choked up because I'm, I've am i been doing this so long with the mediumship that, you know, when you get a, such a healthy view of death and what happens in working with clients, and, and I love what you were saying about sympathy because um, it took me a long time to detach my third chakra, and if anybody cried in front of me, I was crying with them, and finally when I was 28 right. at the beginning of my Saturn return, I could feel the shift taking place. Um, and I, I walked around crying for days. I felt like I was being peeled like an onion, and my mother was concerned. She was like, what are you crying about? I said, there's nothing wrong. My eyes were literally just leaking, but I was going through this shift. I said, I feel like I'm being peeled like an onion. I'm just going to go with it and let it happen. I was 28 years old. When I came out of that in about a week or so, immediately I could feel that I wasn't taking on other people's emotions and then when the mediumship opened up full blast and i started getting messages that i could type and learn and you know my guides were actually teaching in a two-way dialogue what i was told about sympathy is that sympathy is actually self-pity and empathy mixed together
0: mm.
1: and that was pretty profound because i thought being sympathetic was good sympathy like you said puts you right in that hole with them and you're not you're nice. not helping them you have to be clear And I loved how you explained all that. So that was great information. And the other stuff we shared was, I think, equally valuable.
3: Yeah. And, you know, I guess it's worth pointing out again, for us in this work that we do, every person that we work with, they're reflecting ourselves back at us. And so... Um, you know, we're healing ourselves as we're assisting others in their healing. And that's why a show like this is so valuable, because even if you don't get to be heard on the end of the line, and even if we don't get to speak to you directly, there is, for every caller that does get through, there is um, a reflection back at all of the listeners of some of their own life experiences. And, Mm -hmm. you know, you can... The ones that do get through they get through because of they are the ones that stand to benefit the whole of us who are having this joint experience together um, you know, it, it, in the maximal way, and so even if you didn't get through, you know reflect on the things that we covered during the show, reflect on um that were shared because that that will be uh gifts and opportunities for you in your own self healing amongst all of this,
1: yeah, and contemplate the value of forgiveness, give yourself a break, you know, let go of your pain and struggle, and when you stop struggling, life flows miraculously, it really does it's been hard to learn that, but I'm glad I did, and i'm I'm willing to stand. Where I can where people can see me and then say, "Just keep coming, just keep moving forward, keep doing the work, keep forgiving, keep letting go, keep accepting once you get to a place of acceptance, very, very little of life's trials are as upsetting, I'll say very little, yeah, there's so much more peace. Well, I just want to remind everybody i I'm sorry for uh that flub on the special offer, dr Leslie uh listeners of the show can receive a psychic ability blueprint. For a special price, when you go to the website, DrLesliePhillips.com, a psychic ability blueprint, what that is, is Dr. Leslie taps in to determine what skills you have, whether it's clairaudience or clairvoyance or any of the clairs or healing ability. It's really cool. Tune in to our previous segments, and you can also uh, look forward to an upcoming segment on past lives. And she also has um, a number of sessions that she does, mentoring, training, worldwide via Skype or phone. And she's got her beautiful Portico Soul Essence cards and Portico Art cards and also works with private and corporate um, institutions for meditation workshops. So do visit the website and learn more about her. She's terrific. Well, I'm, of course, I'm looking forward to the next time.
3: Yeah, me too.
1: <laughs> I love and of course. You-
3: yeah, and, and you know, I think one of the things that we're both about as well, Charlotte, is empowering other people and helping them um you know helping helping them get in charge of their lives and realise that they create their own reality and how empowering both because then you know, there there's no we set for ourselves in life that we are of um of, you know, transcending.
1: Right, yeah. I, I just realized I do have to create the segment for our next segment on Past Life Readings with you. Uh, however, I do have the date, and that is Tuesday, December 9th at 3 p.m. Eastern. You can meet us back here. Once I create the segment, you can set a reminder or go to my Facebook page, Spiritual Insights Radio, and I always put the upcoming episodes, and we're Dr. Leslie will appear uh, every quarter and offer something different and unique and, and wise. You know, so I appreciate your time, Dr. Leslie, and your heart and sharing it, and your wisdom with everybody.
3: Oh, you're welcome, and I, I, it, I, 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 love doing it. I love working with you It's so, you know, it, it's, it's nice to have that, you know, partnership. I know. Thing I, on it.
1: I know. I appreciate it because you know, I'm, I'm self-studied, and I didn't have anybody. Um, For the longest time, not too many people that I could talk to that really understand me and not look at me like I'm some weirdo talking about energy and um, seeing things on the other side of the country by remote viewing. And it makes me feel, um, like that one caller said, understood, number one, and that I'm not alone and that I can actually speak freely with someone who understands what I'm talking about and can complement that with their own wisdom. I love it. I just love the opportunity to do this, you know?
3: Too, and you know the other thing. I mean, I don't know what it's in life, but um, is that every is unique, and that means that everyone has their own unique perspective. So, I pull the phones in. There's not one right answer. So, sure, sh- 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 you're You to see no know, particular things about what they're asking, and me, from my unique perspective, I am, and both of us are able to help, and together we're able to help more than yep. either of us could individually, because phoning it, you know, when you're phoning in, you're getting um, two perspectives, Yes, two and sets of information. And
1: it's difficult to recall everything you know, you have to go by feeling, um, but it becomes very well-rounded and thorough, with more than one um, third eye looking at something, I guess, you know? Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, I thank you so much, Dr. Leslie, and thank you, everyone, for taking time out of your busy schedule to tune in. And hopefully you enjoyed listening to the segment as much as we did doing it. Um, Until next time, God bless and be at peace. Bye,
3: everyone.